getting lost in your eyes over here. Uh, That's what it is. Because you're looking into my, you're yeah. looking into my deep holes. I know. There's nothing in there. Oh my god. You should be scared. I'm, I'm scared. I feel a chill. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, eyes are cool. Yeah. And that's why I'm scared to get LASIK because I'm scared that like my eyes already yeah. suck. But what if I what if I'm one of the people who gets it fucked up or bad, you know, right. and then it's worse. Oh, man, my vision. I totally get that. I'm scared of that. I'm scared to make a real like I'm scared to like in hindsight be like, you just didn't want to wear glasses, huh? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like how much of a how much of a pain is it to wear glasses in context is the real question. I guess. Yeah. Like how much is it where it's like you're at the point where you're just like, it's worth the risk. Right. Like, I don't you know? know, I'm kind of at the right age, though. So it's like, yeah, do I roll the dice. I, I would mean, really love to hear from our listeners about this. Actually. Yeah. I mean, if you have the means and I do, you know, this is, now is that I have the insurance. I could do it now. This is probably that's honestly pretty pretty cool Let's, i feel like i, I would, should do it no pressure I'm no pressure i'm scared put out a put out a twitter poll yeah i'm scared uh hey victoria hey chelsea you, you know what i could use right now i have no idea what could you use right now a breath of fresh movie okay yeah we can do that <laughs> cool we'll do that Breath of Fresh movie, ah. yeah. a podcast where me, Victoria Harley, and me, Chelsea Pope, we watch a movie neither one of us has ever seen, and then we talk about it. That's it. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. It's uh, fun. Today's episode is the 2020 thriller, Promising Young Woman, which I abbreviated as PYW, and I panicked for a moment. PYW? PYW, Promising Young Woman. Why'd you panic? Because uh, for a second, I was like, what does that stand for? <laughs> <laughs> pretty. Today's pretty, movie. Pretty young. Pretty, pretty young, young woman. Pretty, pretty young, young wing. wing. Yeah. Pretty young It, it was wing. like a PYT moment. Yeah. Literally what I was thinking about. Uh, this film was written and directed and produced by Emerald Fennell, who mm. I just want to throw out, if you're a fan of The Crown, she's playing Camilla Parker. Bowles. <gasps> really? That's her. That's. I, I gotta start watching this Crown show. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You I mean, love that show. I it's do. It's great. So just to get the log line out, because I wrote it down. Good. Promising Young Woman is about a young woman. Oh. <laughs> who's trauma. Sorry, I shouldn't be chuckling through this. A young woman traumatized by a tragic event in her past navigates balancing forgiveness and vengeance. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the, the, the best description. I found a lot of like racier descriptions. Sure. And I was like, no, I this, don't like that. I want to. I liked that. This is a very like sheer yeah one. it's not but, it's not you're not getting like a lot of details you're yeah. not getting a lot of um it's not giving away too much so i have to know your first first impressions like what did you think of this great yeah so 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 so, so good what did you love about it i have to know i mean there's there's i mean there really was a lot to love yeah. i mean i also loved it oh yeah you know, i could just, yeah i could tell you you could hear it in into voice. it well yeah i like, know i knew you were like excited to, to well to, because i because to chat about and it. i don't want to interrupt you but no, just be, because i think it's apparently it's a very divisive movie. It's very like so polarizing, I saw so apparently. I saw so we can talk about that later. But I just yeah. I was like, well, maybe she won't, maybe she won't be into it. But I didn't think you wouldn't. I mean, after no, I watched, I was like, holy yeah. shit. Anyway, I, I yeah I could I could it had everything I liked 
and in the the way that like it's all the stuff that like I we were praising like Zola for mm. you know a few episodes back which is it's it's stylistic but it's dealing with layers of intensity and it's like sour bubble gum I mean that's the, like a super yeah. abstract way of playing but no, basically it was really it was extremely every shot was just beautiful it was extremely cinematic uh, extremely colorful and the it was also great. yeah it was the all, color is colors so, are great so fucking it's great. also it manages to be devastating and still actually funny i know you know? I know there were so many moments that were very funny i mean we're like let's just i want to say right away spoilers obviously yeah, from should, this point on yeah but, and now you know that we loved it yeah now like if uh, you haven't seen it and you i and i mean i yeah. think kind of similar to other films i would say like I would encourage you to not spoil this for yourself. Yeah, this is definitely another like, good example of the less you know the better because there were a few things yeah. that were spoiled for me going into this and That's a shame. I'm deliberately ignoring that fact in my assessment of it now because yeah. it's so not on the movie that 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 I had to kind of yeah. see a lot of like Twitter discourse that already took place about this in advance and yeah that it was divisive and you know what does it what does it accomplish like does it accomplish what it sets out to do um is this just a, a, a man hating spree is this just I did um, feel really things were a little icy in the in the apartment after watching it like oh yeah I, mean, I watched it by myself sure because this movie is about the nice guys this is about yeah this is about the guys who think they're nice guys yeah and, it, and it, it it infected me with a paranoia and a certainty about the nature of men yeah that, like was very um it stayed with me yes the, and and i i don't want to necessarily believe that because i i know some genuinely good fellas like yeah. i do yeah but this movie, like I recognize so much of myself in it. Yes. And and this is like, thank God women are finally getting these opportunities because I was electrified by like just yeah. how much of a woman's point of view this was. And I don't want to belabor that because, you know, it's a film and she's a director. And, uh -huh. But like, we don't see this shit represented. If you like Taxi Driver and you don't like this movie, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to say it any better than that. I will say this is the perfect example of a movie that examines, you know, you want to call something a gray area. What does that even mean at that point yeah. to you? Yeah. That there's gray areas. Mm -hmm. um, this is obviously a woman who's dealing in certain ways and in, in absolutes, but she, I and I think that for what she's doing, which is, you know, we're spoiling an aspect of this that like, well, we again, the less, uh, you know, the less you know, the better. So they're anyway. gone if they listen. There you go. But yeah, but so if you like, didn't listen, it's your fault. So she's going out to these bars pretending she's too drunk. And then these men, you know, they they don't take her home. They, they take her to their homes, usually, as opposed to insisting on getting her to her home. And Always then, under like, the guys that are going to get her home. These are the guys that are going to get her home, but then they take her to their place and they, and you know, and, and, and then, she, and then she sobers up and like catches them in it basically. Yeah. I mean, what, what she reveals is that the entire time she's been sober. Yeah. And that this was a ruse. We're sorry. She's and been sober. It's yeah. an act. And she's basically just trying to, this is like a scaring people straight kind of thing. Yeah. And, and her sobriety in that moment, it's like, well, just a moment ago, you wanted this. 
what's different now yeah and forcing them to reflect on themselves and their own actions yes and what i love is that this film cast actors who often play good guys in other movies and right. tv shows like adam brody is right the first, who's like in the oc and like the nice guy you know? right and he's i mean it's sickening like the first scene was apparently how um fennel sold this film like right. she described this whole f- opening sequence you mm-hmm. know and and it's such a relief because I was watching it and I didn't know a lot about this movie. I knew vaguely what it was about though. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh no, is this, how is this starting? I'm like, Oh, like I'm feeling sick and I'm seeing it, that creeping feeling. And mm-hmm. then it stops mm-hmm. and it's like, Oh, thank God. Yeah. Like, and that's what I mean. Like women have had to watch male directors have a slash have our, our tits off and they, you know, like drown us naked. Like they've done so many things to our bodies. Mm-hmm. And like the fact that people got so incensed that this get flipped around. Yeah. And it's like, fuck all of you people. Like, totally. fuck, I'm just so, I felt so angry, like in a good way, Yeah, <laughs> like watching this movie and after this movie, like it really, she's a Travis Bickle. She's a joker. She's like, she is like a character who's flawed. Like she's not, but I think she's also like this person who the main character, Cassie, is just like really interesting. And I can't decide mm-hmm. if has she had a, a psychic break at, at some point? Like, is she sociopathic? I think that she's definitely damaged. And what she's doing is obviously unhinged. And at this and I I think it's it's extremely badass. I also love that this movie's not afraid to explore like that even what she's doing has consequences yeah she's gonna take she she takes it too far yeah she fucks up yeah like she doesn't fu- well she, she has her whole contingency plan in place and yeah. all that shit which is like that is satisfying and i i was appreciative of I, that at the end but like i needed that yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the same time i also think this is a movie that you know a lot of people might be like oh this is just like hating on men or whatever and it's like no i think the movie does do I mean, every single fucking character tells her that she's yeah. she's not well. Like yeah. the good people in her life yeah. too are trying to help no. her. She is not healthy. No, she is on a downward spiral, I, th- and it know, and it reaches. It's an it's, is, it's it's almost someone. It's almost watching an addict spiral. That's exactly what it is. That's yeah. exactly what it is. I and mean, that's why I like I'm likening it to a taxi driver. This isn't a yeah. story that's about catharsis or release it is about increasing anxiety increasing tension right this is watching someone spiral out this is watching someone destroy themselves yeah i had just watched this agnes varda film called vagabond which is about a woman drifter in Mm -hmm. france and this isn't spoiling it because this is literally the first scene is she's found in the very beginning frozen dead in a ditch Mm -hmm. and the rest of the film is basically begins at the beginning and kind of shows her journey toward that Uh and i just I had a lot of that in my head as we were like doing the as I was doing research for this and watching this and it just these like notions of freedom. I don't know. The woman was constantly avoiding life by doing it. Like mm-hmm. she she would never work anywhere. She would never stay anywhere very long. And people always get frustrated with her about it and tell her so. They're like, you're not, you know, and they said by rejecting the system, you're proving it right. Mm-hmm. You haven't won you know yeah and i think there's like elements of that in this like and on another note completely different note what a fucking cast yeah i think everyone who read this script was like i have to get in this i have to be in this like just a quick list apart from carrie mulligan who does a lot of period pieces Mm -hmm. so this is like a rare not rare but she doesn't do a lot of contemporary modern stuff anyway laverne cox jennifer coolidge bo burnham molly shannon allison brie alfred molina 
I think there's a few others I'm forgetting. Yeah. Damn. Like it's there's a, a lot there's a lot of, there's a lot of comedy people too, like yeah. Sam Richardson's in it. There's a lot um, of charisma in this film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I just at at every new scene it was like, oh, she's in Connie Britton. Yeah. Oh my god, that scene. You know what's great about comedic actors too, yeah. especially the the ones that are just like as obviously talented and as seasoned as as a number of them are, mm-hmm. is that they're so good at being in the present. And, yeah. and a scene like there you see that yeah. this is these are not performances where they're getting all caught up in themselves you know sometimes I feel like you watch dramatic performances and they're they're like almost too directed and I feel like I'm you know I can't speak on behalf of how they were directed in this film other than I obviously great in my opinion yeah. I really enjoyed it but it, you've really every performance feels really natural because they're reacting off of each other Incredibly there's grounded. This, an understanding of improv is shared amongst the cast no it's but yeah that is true though I think yeah. you really feel that in um a movie like this where the the dialogue that i was just criticizing last night in soho for having (laughs) on the nose dialogue lines that are very like oh the city's that the city's crazy (laughs) the city's going to break you or whatever like shit like that versus stuff that's like the lines between her and her parents are all extremely on the nose but it's all well performed and like the suitcase scene could have felt worse but it was like great (laughs) it was played really it was played so well it was played like just you're right with like a tremendous amount of realism yeah with the Laverne Cox too in the cafe all of that could have been treated as like bullshit 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 everything was (laughs) so grounded and felt real and honest and I grew up in Ohio, so the mm-hmm. fact that this film was set in Ohio was just like, okay, cool. Like, yeah. you know, even though awful things are happening. Well, um, awful things happen in Ohio. Well, uh, clearly this movie proves there's awful things are happening in Ohio, yeah, you guys. Yeah, but like, even there, there is something about things. like Midwestern guys being kind of sweet. Sure, or, or yeah. That's, or that's often, you know, like I think I saw either, a re- I think it was a reductress headline that was like, is this he in love with me or is he just from the Midwest? Yeah. Because you know? like, um, there's like this politeness it was friendliness and i think i what i liked about this movie was questioning those people who think they're the good guys who maybe aren't as good as they think Mm -hmm. you know i got really hung up on that i think that's yeah i mean really that's part of what made this so divisive like we were talking about i think there were a number of those kinds of guys maybe watching this movie maybe were like not me they're like what the hell this film also brings women into the conversation about how yeah. women are complicit in this stuff. Absolutely. It's not as if women are exempt from the criticism no, this film is levied. I feel like it's pretty balanced. Oh, it's so balanced. I mean, if anything, some of those scenes with the women are, are, are more upsetting, more striking. Yeah. Because it's a greater betrayal. Yeah. Like, so she she takes it pretty far with with both of both of the women yeah. that she Connie Britton oh, and man. Alison Brie both are yeah. they really uh really they pay the pied piper she's playing the pied piper yeah no it's uh those scenes are great but like the tension and and i want to talk about did you have like a favorite character i mean that's and i don't mean like a character you liked i just mean oh my favorite character was al (laughs) right oh i loved al (laughs) right you know there's characters that don't necessarily are they're not likable well who's the best you want to talk about bo burnham that's fine i don't at all actually i'm not part of (laughs) the stands sure i don't need to talk about bo but he did disappoint me um, yeah well yeah, yeah no, i no. knew that was gonna happen though right that he was yeah that, that, he, cause, cause that he's he was designed to be this likable character to yeah. emotionally pull you in yeah no, and I, it, yeah. it was yeah and i i think because of the very first scene yeah i think you're meant to be suspicious at all times right and then there's that moment where 
I mean, first of all, okay, he went to school with her. So right away we're like, uh oh, you know, yeah. like the past. Yeah. And then, you know, he's still in the med school community. Uh oh. Yeah. Know, like, yeah. And then he does that thing where they go out for a walk or a date. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, this is crazy coincidence. Like, this is my apartment. Right. And he misled her. He misled her. And even though it was a tiny, tiny bit, she is so like she's so done with him in that moment oh my like, god and the way she like kicks the trash can because she's like frustrated herself for going that far letting herself trust yeah. that far yeah but by the same token though like i think she and i, I get why she's upset because she's that mm -hmm. character but also too like don't feel so bad girl like you literally spit in his coffee and he still asked drank you out it. again yeah, and, and he drank, drank it, it in front, in front of, you. of you which was pretty hot um but i, I and i <laughs> and i do think it's like there is a there's a scene okay so this woman you know she's obsessed her friend i don't know if we ever actually spelled this out like but like right her friend was was raped right. and eventually dropped out and then eventually killed herself yeah cassie is this sort of mixture of survivor's guilt but vengeance on behalf of it. You know, I mean, it's whatever you want to throw yeah. in it. But, it. but even the victim's mother even tells Cassie, you've got to let this go. Which is played by like the nicest Molly comedy Shane. lady in the world. Molly and so Shane, obviously yeah. it's even more endearing. It really is. And I think that is such an important fence to establish because it shows us that like, no, this is a woman who, yes, this is addiction. This is like somebody who is on a destructive path and yeah. we're not going to, it's not going to end well. Right. You know, I do. This is like one thing that I at first was I was a little surprised I didn't see more of like Nina's family or whatever. And then there's another part of me that's like mm -hmm. appreciative of how succinct this film overall was, even though it is a full two hours. We are not we don't like like I was talking about the on the nose stuff. I wouldn't mm -hmm. say it's on this movie's dialogue is on the nose. It's just a succinct movie like it's brass tacks like Molly Shan's character being like, you have to let go. Like she's yeah. just, it's very, all the dialogue is really direct. Even like the kind of the sarcastic banter with the, with her, her beau, beau is like <laughs> yeah. named Ryan in the movie, whatever mm -hmm. he's like, even that's helping us sort of like, I feel like that is a really creative way for us to, to streamline and succinctly get on board with this quandary of her, her revenge path. They could have dragged this out into multiple scenes of courtship into yeah. something. It could have been something really trite. It yeah. could have been a number of things. I mean, there was and, and there was back and forth. Like she well, she rejects him a few times and then he fucks up and mm -hmm. whatever, you know, but like it still moves quickly. <laughs> it does. And I there's something that happens in the 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 movie shifts for a moment away from thriller. Yeah. And not it doesn't become a rom-com but there's this sequence of like happy music and the two of them really enjoying each other and falling in love mm -hmm. and there's i i couldn't articulate this as myself i have a review that i want to get at a little bit later but they pointed out that this film is challenging genre conventions mm -hmm. because it's funny it's painful it has romance it has like it has all these elements and it's really like questioning that and that upsets people genre is like a it's like this contract that's how they describe it there's a genre yeah, contract right. not just between the audience and the filmmaker but like the, the studio and the distributor and the advertisers so that you know what they're selling you know what you're getting uh -huh. this movie confused some people right and, and usually instead of being mad at the conventions of genre or questioning the the, the construct people just question the movie uh-huh and so I think this movie was a victim of a lot of that. Like, I think it really 
because it, it, it is moving in and out between these different kind of things. It's not, you know, a traditional rape revenge movie usually involves a horrific rape at the beginning, and then usually a father or a brother or some man in that woman's life going on a killing spree to go get the vengeance. Right. So there's a lot of things happening there that just don't happen in real life. One, being believed. Yeah. Let's just start there. Sure. <laughs> also, that uh, like justice will be done. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen. Right. You know, that someone will take on your case. with No, this is so this is a film that like refuses to play that game. It's yeah. like it's so much more real. And it's like a woman advocating for another woman. And it's it's it is destructive. She's not a character we should emulate. But I rooted for her. Yeah, exactly. She's not someone that I think maybe I, some of the criticisms I saw were that this character was being falsely idolized or whatever which i don't think is the case i think it's i think it's fun to cheekily stan her or whatever but i think that like anyone who watches this movie from start to finish is also like not anybody there's crazy people but like i think a sane person watching this like can can take away that this movie is simultaneously granting her sympathy and telling you Mm -hmm. not to do what she does either you know um it's also trying to tell you this is we need to look at the system of behaviors yeah you know totally that pushed this one person to go to the to the lengths that they did and of course i was also rooting for her i like the 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 way it it ties itself up at the end you know i think I think it made all the right choices to say yeah. exactly what it needed to. The original ending concluded with the fire. Mm. And that was it. Yeah. And it was one of the notes that kind of was given. Like, you know, we got to, it doesn't have to be a happy ending, but we need something. You yeah. Know? And, and this character is so meticulous and plans. Kind of feels like yeah, it would be in it's, character it's, for her to do this. I know. It made it made sense and it was why I and I and that's and, and that's I appreciated it. It yeah, was not same. out of the realm of the character no, to have pre planned the messages. I think that's why to it have pre planned the, the arrest. It, there were a couple bits that seemed like flights of fancy, but I think her again mm-hmm. being as meticulous as she is and it is very well set up and so it's not unearned what they do. Yeah. It is just I, I can also totally see how this movie would have ended at the fire, which would, have, which would have ultimately, I think, even driven further the point that, no, we are not meant to idolize this character. Exactly. Yeah. We are meant to condemn the the sequences of events that led her to this fate. Yes. We are yes. not, mm-hmm. you know, no, I we can, can, it's okay that we rooted for her. I mean, we I can actually, be sad for her death. I mean, but. I thought it was going to end at the fire. Like when we got like, I mean, right. to be honest. Well, the music they play too, that King and I song and all mm. that, it made it does it it have like that cinematic end. type ending. It also was like, like maybe this is naive. I was in such shock. I wanted her to be playing possum so bad. Right. Like I did not. Especially want... since she had been kind of half doing that the whole movie. Exactly. Every time she was sedated. Exactly. And I was like, please, please. And then it just no, she no, was... she's dead. Yeah, she's dead. Mm-hmm. And then like a bad '90s black comedy with the dead stripper yeah they gotta get rid of the the guy just immediately is like you this is not your fault and watching the way those the men come together to like she doesn't matter Mm -hmm. is so chilling and upsetting and like harrowing and her dying has to happen because like it can't be a happy ending yeah and 
but I but I did I was hurt I was really like I yeah. really didn't I was so upset yeah you, so you upset want her you want died. her to find happiness and, and the way she died yeah like the way he just pinned his knee down on her and right. the way he's screaming at her and it's so they don't cut away yeah and I'm glad they don't but it's just you piece of shit yeah you, piece, you small little man like mm-hmm. you fucking asshole and I know, yeah, she had him strapped down and she was about to, what, carve the name Nina into his belly with a scalpel. And I don't quite know, like, was, could she get away with that? Like, was yeah. that the full end game? Obviously, she thought she might die because she left that contingency plan. But I don't think it was a suicide mission. I'm a little torn on that. I think there's a part of her that wanted to die at that point. It I think, you know, I don't I'm not saying she literally not that way, went maybe. in with the <laughs> intention of death. But I do think that, like, she, at least subconsciously, she obviously took all of those extra steps. Like, she, I think she kind of knew what the risks were. I mean, she, yeah. she, she, at least for narrative purposes, needed to die, which is, I'm sorry yeah. to say, the, the that reality. Terrible, but, but it's, it's true. And, it's a- and I think, like, symbolically, her death at the hands of the guy who like is the cause of death for Nina and yeah. this fucked up way it kind of brings those two together again yeah. spiritually like yeah. it, like that's such a fucked no, up thing no, to say true, but it's though. true she, she threw, the parallelism she kind of threw herself at like a dark fate you know you what know, I mean like almost she, like she needed to fully experience what Nina herself experienced yeah, in a way like yeah. she herself I don't think she deliberately was asking no. to be suffocated. I'm not saying she literally asked for this, but obviously narratively it was going to happen. Like there's this meta like vibe that I certainly like I'm picking up cues on at that point. I'm like the big magnanimous moment at the end of like, like it reminded me of like in drive when, when, yeah. when the driver resolves, he's going to kill everybody. And you're like, Oh, he's probably not going to make sure the same, same thing in taxi drivers. Yeah, this yeah. is the big sort of momentous mm-hmm. thing. And, and at the same time, it's like she... We're sort of frustrated if, out of it. If though. she had really wanted to make sure she was going to, like, like you know, I don't know. I think, you know, it's, it's the addict problem where yeah. they partially i think think they're invincible at yeah. that point because she had gone gotten away with so much fucking shit up to that point yeah you know the the sort of blatant like disregard for her own safety well, it, like already throughout the film i mean every you time know? she went and posed as drunk she was putting herself in a tremendous amount of danger yeah you know? so that, and that's kind of the other she discussed. was gonna drop in some way at some point yeah. you know like i i got nervous like the the crowbar thing although it was also a really satisfying scene just because it's like you're getting confrontational you don't know if that guy's gonna pull a gun out on you yeah. you know and granted the guy was just like you're crazy and drove away but yeah yeah i'm i can no, i can I think realistically speaking if, if i ever tried pulling that shit i wouldn't doubt that someone, someone would, would try to come out and throw hands anyway and come at a you girl, yeah. a woman with a crowbar is not enough to for a, for a big guy in a truck i know i know i i, I agree there were moments like that that were definitely you're right. It's it's this addict thing. It's you don't like know this, what else. There's, well, you don't know if they've got a crowbar in their car. I mean, then what? I think now it's you're... like again. It's like that kind of weird. Um, freedom's not the right word, maybe, but there's this kind of liberation sure. that comes with like I no longer care about my life or where it might go. You know, it's and that's like, honestly the 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 real like the the underlying story that I appreciated the most is seeing this girl who's so lost in this like. Yeah. She's mourning. This, she's mourning. She's so. Yeah, she's she's so she's so um it's an addiction. She has this whole book she that she's tracking all of these men with and then you know, it it it's 
It's the consequences of addiction is what I see. The, yeah. the, 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 the loss of selfhood where you like you, you do get in these, these, these careless situations, not careless. Like again, she planned everything, mm-hmm. but she also could have gotten tighter handcuffs. She could have, she could have yeah. gotten his legs. She didn't, you know, there were certain things that aspects that I'm thinking to, you know, in yeah. my mind, like logistically made, and this is sounding a lot like the Titanic, like the mm-hmm. board, the headboard thing where it's like, yeah. well, what if they both had gotten on the headboard? It was big enough. Right, it's like, right. well, what if she had like gotten tighter ha- handcuffs or what if, you know, what yeah. if she had just like given him like a little more, like what if she had just roofied him a little bit more? What if she had just like, like done some, you know, or whatever, but at the end of the day, it's like she set it up in a way where she knew that she was, I mean, she was so, like, I, the moment you walk into, she's walking into this fucking house of dudes that are like, I want a piece after you. It's like a fucking, yeah. that's a, that's. Oh no, I was so, I felt like, I felt a little bit game over at that point. I was like, this, she's, she's not going to come out. And, you're in a house full of men. She's not going to come out in one piece at the end of this. I don't know how, or I don't no. know how the fuck she's going to try. But you like, know what, that, but that like. That uh, ratio goes yeah. on, though, right? Like, I mean, women who really are, you know, dancers, exotic dancers, like, have to, like, I right. mean, I thought it was representing something that, like, you know, there are people who do this work who probably end up in situations that look a lot like I'm this. I'm sure, yeah, and you and, don't know. Yeah, and it's, I almost, I mean, I was afraid for her, but I was also, like, but I was thinking about all the women who don't come in with a plan like that. And it's, or I'm sure you do come in with a plan. I mean, right. you have to. Like, but you know what I'm saying? Like it, And she dispatches the whole crew so easily, you know, yeah. with the vodka thing and the like, yeah. some drugging them. It's just like so disappointing. I agree. Like, it's like, oh, why didn't she do this? Like, you could pick it apart. But I don't want to pick it one, narratively, you know, Yeah, and I don't want to pick two, things apart because, again, so much of this film was like, I recognize this point of view. Yeah. And I don't see this represented nearly enough. Like, it, it really, like, <laughs> like, men, you need to see it. Like, you yeah. need to fucking see it. And, like, you need to feel a little bit like, oh, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's not just a polemic. It's not just like some feminist attack against men. I mean, again, right. like it's pretty even handed. And the scenes where she's questioning women in power, you know, in positions of authority or who took different actions, like those are pretty withering. Um, and then yeah. I, I have to bring up, though, what did you think of the scene with Alfred Molina? Like she forgives him. That's why I was going to back to the character question you originally asked. I was going to say him. Okay. Uh, he was yeah. my favorite character awesome. and that was my favorite scene i'm kind of with you actually yeah it had i, yeah. I think that that was that's that was, where it added a layer of depth in this film that just was already like it just it just yeah. added some more it rounded her out it created more humility it's just it, between that and like obviously the molly shannon scene was important too because like she's literally talking nina's mom's literally telling her let it go but like i was happy to see that there was some level of like emotional I don't know. I don't know. I don't have enough well, words. I understand what you're saying, though. <laughs> you get what I, I'm saying. I, I mean, I'm with you in that scene. That I mean, first of all, like, there's so many beautiful. There's shots. a cathartic moment for both of them. Yes. You know. Yes. And, and it was it, a shared moment of like tenderness. I think was, that was rare. It was true human connection. Yeah. They they saw each other's souls. And they both they both yeah. were deeply damaged from Yo. this experience. Yeah. And I, I mean, think for her to see that and to see that kind of reflected back at her, and for him to see that. Yeah. too like it was like it was a really great scene it was yeah the best scene he um i think and he, it's so of. funny how like in the, all the lists of like casts and all the reviews i read like his name never comes up yeah 
there were so many beautiful, beautifully composed shots in this movie. Mm-hmm. And, and that scene was particularly good. His whole apartment, it was like, did you notice the plants were all dead? Mm-hmm. And it was like, Oh, he just was, he was in he, a, he was in a tomb, you know? He was living in a tomb. And, yeah. and the way he also like accepted her, like he was waiting for it. Yeah, there was that moment too where it's like death came for me kind of yeah. vibe. There was that symbolism that I also was kind of like maybe he, he this is going to be like that V for Vendetta scene when the do- the doctor gets killed in bed and she's like will it be painful? And he's like no, I did it five minutes ago. And she's like thank you like what, did, what if I said I was sorry? This yeah. Alfred Molina scene where he's like you know I had an epiphany. They told me I was having a breakdown. <laughs> I'm just right. like oh this was reminds that- me so much of that scene yeah. where there's this satisfying sort of like recognition yeah and and i i i yeah i and this being such a um simply written grounded scenes Mm -hmm. the way he just says i can't sleep he doesn't say it like that he says it in this way that makes you think about what that really means yeah and you realize this guy is broken I agree with you. It it expanded her character as well to see that she was capable of forgiveness, that like what she needs from people is a consciousness that is shifted. Yeah. Like that is what she needs from you. Yeah. I mean, that's that's why like when she goes home with all these guys, I mean, that's really what she's seeking. And that's also too how (laughs) the scene going, you know, at the lodge, uh, the climax of the film, going back to your point of like, she just needs that recognition. It's like she just needed the the guy just couldn't even say what he did. Yes. And it and it escalated to the point yeah. where she was car- gonna car- and I and I also wonder too that maybe had he been more I don't I don't know because he I mean he is the key perpetrator he's the he's the Bowser of the castle so to speak you know yeah. of this whole thing and it's kind of I don't know if a confession would have been enough in that moment I don't think an Alfred Molina type impression a confession would have been enough but no, no it wouldn't but have. I wondered she was see- if that was going to happen no, and I think at it, any point it, and I think that that is like what is most upsetting to me about the scene of the guy coming in to like you this isn't your fault you know it's fucked up but it's like it, it's fucked up but I I I kind of laughed in that scene, right, but like not in like, a way where I was like laughing at ha ha she's dead, but like the way that he was like whimpering there and, and he, and the other guy was like, it's not your fault. Right. And like oh. he, he becomes this little baby. I was just like, I laughed at that. Cause yeah, that's so fucked it up. It was like, you so, are, you just yeah. murdered someone yeah. and you're the victim. Wow. Like what the f- yeah and that and that's like exactly what i mean when i say like i we need to see whole bros this before hose yeah like this is like again why she has to die narratively and like we keep adding it narratively yeah narratively <laughs> why she has to die because we didn't narratively want her to die. no but th- we didn't that's, wish for her but death. that's just it it's like it it's like this frustration you feel that like they just will not acknowledge it yeah. there's just no acknowledgement and that is like it's that like there's no release of tension. Yeah. It's, there's there's no catharsis. Yeah. You are just furious. And I think the end is somewhat of an attempt to give you that little bit of uplift. I think it was necessary. I think I, I would mean, have been really I would have been really fucking depressed I think if it had ended on it, fire. Even it, though it would have worked, I would have been I really depressed. If it had ended I I would have kind of in a twisted way loved if yeah. it had ended that way. Just that way. That would be so <laughs> this is the most pretentious thing but like it would be so european so like, european yeah it's very like, funny games well i just i've watched irreversible i've watched so much depressing cinema uh, where yeah. like it's like think stories like this this is a beautiful take on a sad sad story i mean yeah. it has 
I mean, come on, that use of the 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 strings orchestration of toxic. Yeah. Oh my god. So good. I mean, this is a cinematic joy, and it's like, and the, it doesn't. It, it delivers this very like depressing message but it still manages to put it in this package that is very palatable and i mean i was i was very caught up in the story i was very tense the whole time you know that expression ed you know edge of my seat like yeah, yeah i was not leaning back like i'm leaning for i'm yeah. like, on, like elbows on knees yeah, i'm like, in what, this. yeah like, that was satisfying to be that engaged in a movie that's what i mean and that's it, especially because yeah i had some stuff spoiled for me going into this and i still got i still got just sucked in yeah i got yeah. very into what was happening it, every it, scene is very engaging it got me and yeah and again just beautifully shot wonderful palette great music all the performances are great everything's mm-hmm. grounded and simple and right it's just it's so yeah. good it's yeah. so fucking good and Hell yeah yeah i can see how men would have a hard time with it but i'm also like yeah you should yeah <laughs> <laughs> you need to have a hard time yeah they should like that's <laughs> that's where i'm at this yeah. one really got me like going. yeah yeah um, <laughs> just a few notes about the production uh margot roby was one of the producers mm. for this so is it roby or robbie I think it's Roby. Roby, okay. But that's a good question. That's a fair question to ask. Yeah. Um, so this shoot was done in 23 days, which mm. is pretty that's fucking fast. Pretty fast. But like you, I said, it's a succinct movie. Very succinct. Uh, and also the director was pregnant at the time. And I heard her interview and she said, yeah, I had my legs crossed the entire time <laughs> because I just needed to get through this shoot. I should have done more research about her, but as I mentioned, she she was an actress. She was also a showrunner for a season of Killing Eve. Oh, so people right? Oh, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, yeah. So she's this is an incredibly well-rounded woman. You know, actress, writer, director. She's really just, and this is her debut. Mm -hmm. And so I and I and I texted this to you earlier, but I was like, I'm probably not a good person to pick this apart critically because. I, it's so hard to want to pick something apart that just like I felt so recognized in sure. and by like this is what people are talking about when they talk about representation like to feel alive and knowing that like oh this person gets my point it's being seen yeah my point of view our point of view is being finally seen distributed and you can have trouble with it that's fine like let's fucking talk about it like having sure. a conversation about this movie is is not its purpose but like I mean, this was shown. Um, there was an initiative to have this shown on college campuses because oh, wow. we need to discuss consent and we need to talk about this. And, you know, I grew up in a time when it was, I mean, not that it was so long ago, but yeah, even just, you know, 10, 15 years ago, the idea of like, oh, do whatever you want to her. She's drunk. Well, yeah, like I mean, these characters line. are our age, which yeah. is to Ugh. say, and that's playing all the music that we listen to in college and in it's high true. school and whatever. So it's like, yeah. I think that is a lot of maybe what I'm identifying with is that like this is being created by and and starring people who are approximately in this age group. And yeah. it, it's addressing. So, I mean, it is um, something generational, sure. But I don't, I also, I mean, I would love for, I would love for older couples to go see this and like right. talk to them on the sidewalk after. Yeah. Like, how'd you two get together? Right. You know, like, fuck. Like, uh, hence the divisiveness, the yep. generational we gender. Like, we don't like to see ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it. There is something about the ending that still sort of puts the, uh, the hero is the cops coming in at the end. Right. Uh, you know, maybe sure. a little, they are part of systemically, they're part of the problem, but I feel like at that point, the movie, as much as you want to call, you can call it feminist. I don't, I'm going to resist that temptation. I Mm -hmm. think this is just a thriller. 
And it felt like Hitchcockian in a way, not so much because she's she's like not she's not typical Hitchcock and that she's a normal person who becomes embroiled in something. Mm-hmm. But in a long form way, that is kind of what goes on. Right. This wasn't what she intended. And the fact that it's so much of a thriller and like every moment it's like, what's going to happen? I don't know what's going to happen next. I really didn't know. And I was really held in it. And it, it was macabre and it was it had, you know, violence. It had, you know, it felt. It, yeah, I don't know. It felt I mean, I, I'm going to go ahead and say this felt like a modern Hitchcock. So that's yeah. pretty high praise. Maybe I'm way off and I'll regret that statement. But who's listening? I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess I don't have as much one mention here from the Washington Post. Fennel's movie does more than just update old formulas. It shows how those formulas inhibit viewers from grasping psychological and moral complexity. Mm-hmm. Couldn't have said that better. Yeah, know? same. And I think that complexity is, again, what people are maybe struggling with. Right. Like, and we don't, grays, tones of gray. There's no real good and evil here. There's no real black and white here. And there's even characters within the story who question that. And, you know, Ryan, he wants to be a good guy. You can see this struggle. Mm-hmm. But then when he fails to tell the truth to the police, mm-hmm. it's like, right, he's not going to blow up his life for this. Mm-hmm. You know, like everyone's decisions and choices are kind of motivated by something that feels kind of realistic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Fuck Al. Fuck Al. The guy from Glow. Yeah. (laughs) It's unfortunate that he's so cute. Yeah. I think that guy's really good looking. That's the point. I know, right? Mm. I like also that we never saw... There's no rape scene. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I really like that, too. Not one. Not one. Thank God. (laughs) Yeah. Thank God. Um, Yeah. Would you watch this movie again? Uh, I don't know if I would put it on just for kicks but if it was on i'd pro- i would definitely like start watching with it watching it just because yeah it is it's like it, an it is, it's an anxiety inducing thing like to yeah. watch I, there's tension building yeah i would re-watch it if i was gonna like sit down with someone who'd never seen it yeah i would definitely watch it yeah. a second time and be like you gotta see this shit i you mean know, it was let's... a whole lot of fun but is a spoonful of sugar with some very heavy medicine that's a breath of fresh movie for you <laughs> It really is. Yeah. We like a sad ending. Yeah. It's good for us. Thank you to all our listeners. Yeah. Uh, thanks for thanks for listening in. And you can follow us on social media, yep. like all the medias, at Fresh Movie Pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That'd be, that'd be cool. That's super cool. Yeah. Oh, you can email Wait. us at abreathoffreshmovie at gmail.com. Don't forget the A in the front. There's an A it's in there. It's not breath of fresh movie. A breath. We're done. Dope. All right.